Hello, Izzy. Hello, Pip. How are you doing? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. We I'm are good. good. We are recording a podcast in a way that we don't usually record a podcast, which is that you can still be listening to us on the podcast. Uh, we encourage that you do. But we've also made a little, we're making a little, we thought we'd capture the zeitgeist, didn't we? The Zoom geist, if the you will. Zoom. Oh, wow. That's going to be, that's going to be in there. That's going to be in the lexicon. <laughs> um, yeah, we thought we'd kind of like um, do something a bit, a bit, yeah, just capture the old Zoom geist. So this is Sisterionics, a podcast with Izzy Truxy and Pip Roper. Um, you will also where see we, us. <laughs> oh, where, <laughs> where we muse about lockdown and um, mutiny the global system. Yeah, that's going to happen. It's possi- possibly been sped up uh, amongst the horror um, but it's certainly focused us, I think, hasn't it? That's what we, we wanted to just check in, didn't we? Not really yeah, we talking did. about anything specific, just kind of like shooting the breeze. What do we want to talk about going forward? How are we coping? How are you coping, everyone? We wanted to say hi to you, our myriad of adoring fans um, and, <laughs> and that. Um, so, so, yeah. How you been? Been all right, actually. My situation has changed dramatically because of COVID. Um, as a as a tour guide, as my only way of earning money, I have lost all of my potential earnings for the whole summer, potentially the rest of 2020. Let's be honest, it's not coming back in 2020. And I don't think that it will come back before the vaccine comes out. So that's really changed my life dramatically. You mean, you mean tourism? Um, I, I, that's, I... I'm not surprised to hear you say that. I hear, I hear people say different things about kind of tourism, for example, that we've, we've both worked in for a long time, like how, you know, that I, yeah, not coming back at all in 2020 is like, that's, that's how long you think, you think it's like not coming back without a vaccine, as you said. No, I don't think so. I think because they're doing like two week quarantines now, anyone entering into the country. And I don't think that that's going to end abruptly before Mm. the vaccine comes out. I just think that that would risk, you know, any gains that we've made. So, yeah, like my my day to day life is really revolving mostly around around my son and taking care of him because the Kitas are also closed. So I am doing full time full time childcare. which, which, yeah, like it's, it's a big shift from what I was doing. And I think it's now we're like two months into it now or just coming up to two months into, into basically lockdown and this new reality. And I'm, I've got my routines in order and I've got all of the, the kind of, the, I've figured out all of the different things that get me through a day and actually make a day flourish rather than flounder. And, um, some of the things that I do, for instance, is every morning I go on a walk to Templehof and I take one of my books that I'm reading and I go and sit in the gardens at Templehof and do about 45 minutes of reading. And that is my, that is my form of yoga, of centering, of, of whatever people do in order to make them feel okay for the rest of the day. And I find nice. that it's a very, it's a different day. If I don't get to Templehof and I do get to Templehof, it's a very different kind of day. So that's one of the things that I've sort of figured out uh, on how to do. And, um, but otherwise, I'm actually, um, don't tell the feminists, really enjoying mothering. Like, I know, no, don't tell the feminists, that's not what I mean, but I mean like, only mothering Hmm. like the stresses of leading a very full life whilst also doing childcare mean that often i i found 
you know, I'm just constantly waiting for that moment of as soon as he's asleep or as soon as he's at Kita, I'm going to be able to do this, 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 and this, and this. Now I'm just like, oh, I'll listen to a podcast and tidy up a bit. Might just sit on the couch and read a book. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a real change to that. And I've got like quite a few projects that I'm thinking about and quite a few few projects that I've started and stuff, but really I'm not putting any pressure on myself. If I do a nice couple of hours of work towards something that I've thought about, I'm happy with that. I think that's that's key, isn't it? I, I spoke to someone the other day who... Um, I had kind of checked in with and they said that they were kind of like struggling a little bit and and um, I was like you know you're not competing with anyone right now right you know like you know I think that's something it's something I've noticed in people talking about schooling as well in that you know like um, like a lot of teenagers for example um, you know kind of being told that it's like yeah, you know, keeping up and, and, and some teachers are being told like, you know, that they're, they're not compete, they're not even competing with each other right now. Like, you know, this, this idea of constant competition and constant, like, I need to be keeping up with everything. There has been this quite dramatic shift, right? And it's like, and I said to this, this person, like, you know, just you, you've done a lot of things, you've been doing a lot of things, I can see you're very social and keeping busy, and that's fine. Maybe you just need to feel a bit shit. Maybe you just need to like have a bit of time where you feel a bit shit and you kind of maybe mourn some of the feelings that you've had about a former job or a former lifestyle and just, and yeah, just dick around on social media today. And maybe for a week, you won't want to do it forever because it's hard, it's a hellscape. So, you know, you'll come out of it at the other end, but just maybe you just need a bit of time. And, and yeah, as you say, the, because it's a lie, isn't it? That we have it all, that you can have it all you know, that you can, it's, it's a lie. Yeah, you can try, but it's, it's not easy. And as you say, there's, there's nothing wrong with actually kind of like feeling like the motherhood is, uh, is as we always suspected, a full-time friggin' gig. Yeah, I think like, it's just forced me to be slower and just take life at a bit more of a slower pace, which I think when you have a kid is inevitable, but is quite difficult to, um, to come to terms with especially because I was so well I know not relative to like most human history but I was quite young when I got pregnant and quite young when I had Yannick and I kind of did feel like life was going at this like really fast speed for all of the people that I knew and all of the people that surrounded me and that it had just slowed down so monumentally for me and now kind of everyone's been <laughs> slowed down so monumentally I don't feel so much pressure to kind of you know, speed it up and to do all the things that I want to do. And I find that I'm actually more productive in this state than I have been um, for a while, even though I should say that life was really getting back on track in terms of my career. After two years of basically being in, in the woods and doing work and making a living for sure, but not necessarily feeling like I was at my true potential, and this year I had really, I had, I had, you know, done a lot of work in the winter season, in the low season to get more clients, to, uh, to figure out other things I could diversify my portfolio with. And I had like some really exciting projects and really exciting clients lined up for this, for this season. So seeing that all just evaporate has been, um, has been difficult, but at the same time, like I do like the slower pace and I like the kind of lack of pressure to kind of get on that train again and like you know kind of like the fact that Yannick's gonna 
grow to be three most likely at a time when you know I'm really not gonna put so much pressure on myself to 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 be working like a full-time job like I was before so yeah in that sense I think you're absolutely right like I I don't feel in competition with my old self anymore Mm -hmm. which is which is good and actually I'm I'm productive in the in the short time that I have to be productive I do things I get things done and I enjoy the things that I get done but you're in a totally different position aren't you Pip because you went from almost only earning money from tour guiding and also um, your workshops and your um and your teaching on the side to basically now having don't forget stripping and <laughs> to basically no one like, paid no one got, came <laughs> but you got a new job right I did. of lockdown I did. It was, it was, it was bizarre. And it left me with a lot of kind of complex feelings of guilt and, um, but also a feeling of, of, of real sadness. And of course you just, I have to, I have to like put this caveat on everything that I say. It's just like, I am not experiencing problems in the way that other people experience problems right now. You know, I'm in no way complaining. It did, it did feel very sad to me to kind of get away from, to, to leave tour guiding at a time I probably was going to be leaving tour guiding anyway but to have done it with with very little closure but i but you know that's not a big problem uh, in the great scheme of problems at the moment but yeah I, I started interviewing for a job in in february it's quite a long it seemed like quite a long process and and yeah and i got it and it's i've been very busy and i've actually been doing two part-time jobs because i am also doing some teaching now online as, as at the same time um, which has been quite stressful, you know, and, and, you know, and again, you're, you're certainly not kind of complaining about having work when, when a lot of people are without it. But I, I have found, I have had moments of quite a lot of stress in, in trying to kind of juggle these two, these two jobs. And, um, but one of them is only temporary and will be, will be over quite soon. And I am looking forward to hopefully getting back to a slower, <laughs> slower pace and possibly kind of, you know, also, also trying to kind of like, navigate I, I worry in a, in a sense though sometimes jobs kind of fill an anxiety I always find that anxiety fills the container it's like a gas and even if you know if you're someone who's anxious even if you have something that's relatively small to worry about it will expand to the container of you um and but no I I definitely find with this new job it's in a very different kind of environment and um, very kind of like startupy environment and it's made me focus in a way that I think I was lacking and I feel very good about and it's made me focus in a way on the teaching work in a way that sometimes with the teaching work I'm just like maybe I'll talk about this like and then just float off for six hours to you know to think about something that's like right so that was one point in the <laughs> class now maybe think about adding a framework you know and that takes that might take another two weeks of me thinking long form whereas this is making me focus quite a lot because I only have certain days to do the teaching so but yeah it's quite it is strange obviously everything is done via zoom yeah, how do you how do you find that? Because some people that I've spoken to who still do have employment find that they struggle to end a working day. Yeah, that's a definite thing. That's a definite thing, and I find myself sometimes lying to the other person who lives in this house, aka lover man, aka sound man, and being like, "Yeah, I'm not working. I'm not. I'm done now. I'm done now." And being like, <laughs> 
Um, but um, but yeah, I um, so I'm trying to trying to to to, to make some distinctions, um, and some of that has been in arranging my my 20 hours a week into two full days rather than and and one half day rather than five half days because you just don't get into it, you don't like concentrate. But um, but yeah, trying to kind of leave it at the door. I, and I definitely do think I think a lot of people will, as ever. It was always about balance, wasn't it? It was never really about wanting to work full time from home or full time in the office. I think it's about balance and flexibility going forward. I think a lot of people will be like, okay maybe I can maybe I can do this from home today or actually I really need to go into the office and I just want to leave it there you know that there, there's 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 a lot of balance to be had in that um but yeah it's very new and yeah speaking to people you mentioned like talking to people or only like meeting people through zoom and stuff it is quite weird and I will be surprised when I see people have legs and, and yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of yeah but at the same time part of me at the same time kind of like sometimes having quite a lot of social anxiety being you know kind of extroverted and you know being you know it's it's a lot of work being this delightful and I just but you know after, after a conversation being like oh what the fuck did you say like what did you say to that person do you know what's strange is that actually I found um I found I need people a lot less than I thought I did. That's been one realization. I found that, you know, beforehand keeping up an active social life was absolutely like a, a mainstay of my mental health and not having three or four dates a week was unacceptable. Um, on Tinder, you, you were literally like patients. you were on Tinder like three or four times a week. You had to, didn't you? You had to. Yeah. I should say swipe, swipe. Swipe, swipe, I was going to say. Um, yeah. But... But now I find that my, yeah, my social life is obviously, you know, as small as everyone else's now. And a lot of it's conducted on WhatsApp and Zoom. Um, and I, I bumped into a couple of friends on my morning walk this morning and I found I, I had nothing to say. <laughs> I had nothing to say. Um, there was some sort of like very banal updates on what my life had been like and we even said to each other we don't really have anything to say yeah. um so it was just sort of like I, I guess that gave me quite a bit of anxiety to be honest. Yeah. I was like have I like become boring like does this I mean does this like lockdown situation and I kind of just realized that we're not really used to speaking to random people anymore yeah into friends on the street and stuff I mean I do have a lot of mums and and dads that I see on a fairly regular basis in the in the playground and sometimes we strike up a conversation that's totally centered around our children because the playground's open last week and it is literally it is like the world has just gotten colored in again for parents now you have something to do and you can just yeah. go to a playground and just sort of relax for a bit whilst your whilst your kid just like exercises and gets yeah. all of those endorphins and like just oh it's just brilliant and then they sleep so much better at night um but yeah like apart from that I'm really not socializing and I did find like I can talk for a very long time on zoom and I can like get into lots of sort of deeper things on um whatsapp and on calls and the phone and video chats and stuff but I actually like face to face I don't know it's just it's different and that's the thing that feels weird now that is strange. That's, that is funny. And it'll be something as my, my point was kind of that 
I'm liking the, not, not huge, but like, I'm liking that there's a, there's a, a, an update thing that we need to do in, in like meetings. And it's like, oh, you need to be quick about it. You need to be succinct. Like, don't be waffling on. And I'm like, oh, I'd kind of need that. Cause otherwise, you know, it's just off we go. And <laughs> I did, I have a, I had a really nice conversation with a new colleague yesterday and it was long because we have a lot in common and that's really nice and really exciting. But at the same time afterwards, I was like, you talk too much again just just be quiet and but sometimes in the in the zoom scope you're kind of like you are kind of being a bit more succinct and yeah who knows maybe maybe the anxiety of like seeing people face to face again will just kind of push us over the edge I don't know do you find yourself watching tv programs that were made pre-covid and, and looking at people sitting next to each other, <laughs> next to each other and touching each other and and hugging each other and just yes like, hugging I doing I definitely watched something yesterday and I was like just people just hugging like what are you thinking but to be honest I kind of got over the hugging I I was a bit like I felt sometimes I felt sometimes it was a bit you were being obliged to hug people that you didn't want to hug and who didn't want to hug you um so I wonder if like I wonder if it's a bit more I don't know who knows who knows well a small uh, a small feminist update there is um there is a movement going on in uh in France actually to rid the is it the bijou the the two kisses oh, uh. The oh, kiss no. uh, to get rid of that fully because a lot of feminists are now saying that actually oh, they it used was quite it sexist and a, a, a method of the patriarchy and they don't want to be kissed by a bunch of random men so I found that really interesting it's like you know um anyway that, I guess that's sort of bringing us on to our next topic is what like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do what are we gonna do with this podcast like what do you want from us yeah I I'm already <laughs> like I'm already feeling quite, part of me was a bit like, because I know early on, because we've not spoken to, to as sister Annex in a while, because I think and you, you very kind of like succinctly were like, oh, I just don't know if I want to talk about like COVID and what else are you going to talk about? And it's such a valid point, mm. but it will probably be the backdrop now for a lot of stuff going forward. It will be because it's changing the world. Um, and it's up to us whether or not we can try to make that in a good way or a bad way. Yeah. We're going to be limited in certain ways, of course, we always are, but how, how are we going to do this? What, what do you think, what would you like to talk about like, going forward from this uh, for an episode? I think what I've been thinking about quite a lot is just being um, part of a wider conversation as to what exactly is changing, what, what, what are the things that we've noticed about our societies that really don't work uh, because of COVID and what are the things that we've noticed have helped us get us through COVID. And I think that that will give us an opportunity to really look at our society through a microscope because I don't think anything has done this since, well, maybe, maybe ever. Like it's just stopped everyone and made everyone look at society in such a microscopic detailed way whilst at home and not able to kind of engage in society and be distracted by society in a way and I think that that will enable us to kind of get a better idea about what we want from a future world and um and what we don't want and what we don't want to bring into the post-covid world like let's leave that behind for sure and I think you're right I think um yeah and of course we have an experience like this because we haven't um we haven't had a world like this either. Like we didn't have a world like this to destroy. It's, it's always in a different, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, so I'm thinking, so at the moment trying to get a class together on the nineties and third wave feminism, which I think we should also do an episode on by the way. It is such a great topic. I really, I'm getting to, I just, 
I got to research like the Holy Trinity um, of models, which is, as you know, Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista and Christy Turnlington. I only know that from you. Uh, yes, yeah, you do. And I found the outfit, uh, my like, you know, demon model is Linda Evangelista, again, as everyone knows. Sure, and I found an sure. outfit that I was like, I, I want to be buried in this. And uh, it just makes me really happy. And uh, yeah, I'd like to do an, I'd like to do a program on that. But my point was, uh, there was one um, that you know, you talk about the nineties, and you're like, Jesus, that was a thing, and everything changed then, and it was in response to something before that, and everything had changed before that, and like, but particularly from like the eighties onwards, you just have this just just insane shift like to the world we live in today and how yeah. we adapt and how we keep up with it and I'm I'm teaching people who are younger than me they're not that much younger than me but they still have a really different they don't know what a landline is well perhaps <laughs> you know, it's a perhaps it's a kind of Schrodinger's cat situation in a sense that like you know everything changes on being observed and I'm probably butchering that scientific theory that seems to get sort of bandied around oh I know what you mean popular yeah culture but like you know history history obviously is something that we can look back on in hindsight and kind of make sense of later but what happens when history is happening and you're able to kind of look at it in a way that no one has ever really been able to look at it before because literally we're kind of like stopped at the same time as everything yeah. is changing and we're able to kind of like look at what is happening around us and perhaps in a in a sort of Schrodinger's cat type analogy here the observation itself will change the state um which I mean from our perspective we would want to see that change going in a progressive direction looking at things like climate change being front and center of any policy decisions that get made in coming out of this crisis and also you know equality between genders, equality between races, equality between all people in this world being front and center of any policy decisions. And, and that making sense at last to the vast majority of people. Saying things like, if developing countries are susceptible to pandemics, we are all susceptible to pandemics. If you know, one part of the food chain gets collapsed, all of us, are going to be affected by that. You know, if a climate crisis affects people in one part of the world who are going to then move to another part of the world, we're all going to be affected by the climate crisis. You know, looking at the world as interconnected as only this pandemic seems to have done. So I think that, yeah, uh, there are lots of things that certainly me and you didn't really need a pandemic to realize, but it does look like lots of people are starting to realize them. You couldn't have written it, could you? You just no. couldn't have written a more perfect kind of awful and terrifying and terrible. And I stop in my tracks quite often and think about some, some things which are just chronically sad and we will never get over and we will never be able to thank people enough. We will never be able to thank people on the front line enough ever. And the fact that we let it get this far the oh you think a round of fucking applause will do it so i agree i agree with a round of applause clap your carers clap your frontline staff you should be supporting your frontline staff don't bother clapping and then voting in people who don't give a shit and you don't pay them properly and don't pay them properly you're gonna clap, pay the bills yeah. we've got the receipts 
we've got the receipts. We saw you in the House of Commons clapping when you took away, you know, um, uh, a pay rise for nurses. We've seen you and most of us knew, I don't know what the fuck it takes to translate this to the rest of our country, but maybe this is it. I don't know. I don't know. But I think, yeah, I'm excited then for what we're going to talk about. And we just wanted to have a little check-in, didn't we, really? Because we... Yeah, we did. Because we just know that you love us so much. And <laughs> you desperately need our analysis. Our analysis. But, but we, we do like doing this. And we do know that some, some, of you like, some of you don't mind it. And you might find it enlightening. So, but we wanted to kind of check in and say hello to each other. And to, to people who listen to us to say that we will be... Yeah, well, we've got some, we've got some ideas. We've got some things coming, hopefully. And also to say, hiya. Hope you're hiya. all right. Hiya. Hope Hiya. you're all right. And, um, you know, reach out if you're not. And, um, you know, it's all right to have slow days. It's all right to have stressful days. And, it's all right um, to have pepper pig days. Oh, yeah. It Today is a pepper pig day. Good. Mummy's using pepper pig yeah. for, you know, some minutes. I'm not going to lie. Whilst mummy needs to chop some vegetables for the cooking. All right. Pepper pig days are fine. They happen. It's not every day. Easy on yourself. Also, Um, Pip, I wanted to say your neck is looking fantastic. Oh, stop it. Thank you. I've been a bit paranoid because because of the amount of Zoom. Um, I've I've been a bit like, oh my God, that just looks like a chicken. Also, I just wanted to show you, just for your own ease and and knowledge, I have legs. You do have... Thank God. I was, I've been really worried that this part of the part of the COVID problem is that people just lose their legs and it just see, I, I, I haven't seen any in a while. So, you know, so that's uh, that's good. Good to know. Glad to glad to hear that. We'll do a leg check in. We'll do a leg check in. We record this podcast. One, two, three. Yeah. All there. Uh, so. <laughs> so. All right, everyone. This has been a little update on Cystrionics. Hope you enjoyed it listen listen well listen now we are we are going to be talking to you soon and it's and we're excited and we just hope that you're well and we're sending you lots of love anything to add is there um no i think that's all i've got thank yep. you very much for organizing this pip you are amazing and you can now you can enjoy you can of course listen to us you can watch this video we will be uploading it to the various different platforms please follow us and please share um and uh and yeah subscribe and we'll, subscribe yes and write a review Right, reviews are good. Reviews help. We are on iTunes. We are on the SoundCloud. You can also download us on Spotify and Stitcher. Um, And you will hopefully be able to watch this in a couple of different places. And uh, yeah. Were you going to say something? No. No. (laughs) Did I look like it? You did. You coiled like a snake. Um, No, brilliant. All right, then. Um, We'll speak to you soon, everybody. This has been Sistrionics. Ciao for now.